Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about equal pay for women. When? Look, I got to dive right in here. My wife and I are watching TV a few weeks back, and there's some local political races happening here in Florida. And one of the politicians said, and I'm going to stand for equal pay for women. And I turned to my wife and said, is that still a thing? Do we still need politicians promising that in their legislation? And my wife goes, yeah. Like, I really could not believe in 2022 that this is still an issue. And folks, it is. This episode is just about awareness. Maybe you knew this, but if I were to ask you right now, what is the pay disparity? Do you know what it is? Can you definitively say what men make compared to women? Look, you might say, yeah, I'm aware that men make more, but Look, by the end of this episode, I'm going to actually walk you through the specific numbers. I think it will shock you. Many of you know, if you follow me, I love history. I love to research. Sometimes the best message to send out in the world is just an awareness message. That's what this podcast episode is all about, just making us all aware. I don't think we share the pay scale numbers between men and women enough. I think if we did, maybe... Just maybe we take it a little more seriously. So look, the one thing I want to make sure, this episode is not meant to make white men feel guilty, blame or shame you. Tons of my friends are white, my best friend's white, and most of my friends are smart, well-educated, well-aware, very inclusive type people. But regardless, I think it's important to understand where we were and how we can move forward from history. So it's important just to understand how we got here. So let's go back in history. And I want to start with voting rights. And I'll tell you why, because that really tells you how you are valued in America. Because remember, many times throughout history, whether it be Black American history or women, that's the last thing that comes, right? So yeah, slaves were set free, but we couldn't vote as Black people for years later. Same thing happened with women. So Congress passed the 19th Amendment, June 4th, 1919, and it was ratified August 18th, 1920. 1920, gang. So if you think about it, it wasn't that long ago. And the reason I bring it up is because just because a law has passed does not mean immediately the white men in charge believed women had value now, that women really should be able to vote. Matter of fact, a survey came out after the vote was ratified in the late 19th century, early 20th century, the majority of white men still opposed the idea of allowing women to vote. Why? Because from their perspective, women, this had no business value, that they really weren't a value of to their company. And look, that same mindset has been passed down. You often say to yourself, well, Daryl, that was years ago. Yes, but just think of that particular man who's in charge and he has that mindset. Well, who does he teach that to? The person that takes over, his brother 
or his cousin or his son. And years later, the same mindset exists at that company. And history tells us that at least through the 1950s, there were not as many women in the workforce. And those that were, were predominantly in clerical, assembly lines, in factories, and teachers. Which, by the way, cracks me up, because think about it. What career path do we still talk about that they need a pay raise? It's teachers. Think about that, because at least back in this day, through the 50s, mostly women were teachers. So because we paid women less, that means the industry of teaching got paid less. So still to this day, we're constantly fighting that because in its initial state, we always paid women less So teachers were paid less. So whether you are a female teacher or a male teacher, to this day, we're constantly struggling with the pay scale for teachers. Now, I happen to love teachers. I think they're the most important profession on the planet. But I think it's ironic that even years ago, we've always had that dilemma. So let's take a look at what the powers that be would use as the excuse for not paying women or even hiring women into positions that were highly paid. So let's walk through that first. The very first one, excuse number one, was lack of skill set. Lack of skill set. Now, you know, just like we take assessments nowadays, you know, assessments for your personality traits, your professional traits, you might take the DISC assessment, Myers-Briggs, the Colby assessment, Strength Finders, there's so many assessments out there. Well, they actually did those back in the early 1900s as well. And take a look at this. Women were told that they did not have much skill except clerical education. There it is, teachers, right? And even this, women were known to have a high finger dexterity, which meant they'd be really good at knitting and sewing. And that just sounds so ignorant to say. I know it's kind of ridiculous, but it's just a skill set. So women could sew or knit. They were probably taught that from their mom or grandmother, like men are taught things as well. And this is what I've come to know. Men, you weren't naturally given the gift of skill set either. Think about it. If you were to work in a factory and maybe you're putting together parts for a refrigerator or for a car, You didn't know how to do that. The company trained you. Look, you may have had some skill working on a car or using your hands and tools, but you didn't know the specifics of putting together a refrigerator. The company trained you. It's a skill that actually was given to you through the company. You were trained. The factory would teach you. So women can be trained too. It just seemed like the powers that be were choosing not to. So that was their excuse. So we now know skill set is not a given gift for men. We have to train women just like we train men. Excuse number two, education. Now, the powers that be could actually lean into this for a pretty long time because, let's face it, women didn't have the higher education that men did. But that's completely gone now. For the first time in history, women are actually outgaining men with advanced degrees, masters and doctorate. So lack of education is simply an excuse. The data proves otherwise women have broken through and surpassed men in education. So now we can no longer use skill set. We can't use education. What could they use? Excuse number three, 
motherhood. It is believed that women cannot ascend, grow in the company because they are the primary caregiver. Again, ridiculous. It's all perspective, perception. Let's face it, discrimination. Studies have proven that women are perceived differently when the possibility of being a mother even arises. And even when they get back into the workplace from maternity leave, they're still perceived differently. Check this out. A great study and survey came out from the 1980s. I know you're thinking, wait, Daryl, 1980s. But the problem is it still happens today in the workplace, this perception. So in the 80s, two people have brand new jobs, man, woman, and they're going to have a pretty good pretty good position where they have a brand new office. All right. So how should the man decorate his office? He's told he should put up pictures of his family. You know, it shows two things. One, you are a family man. You're all about your family. And two, you're a good provider, right? That's all positives. I have pictures of my family on my desk, all right? The woman is told not to put pictures of her family up in her office. Why? Because the perception is she will not be able to get her work done. She'll focus too much on her family, have too much connection with little Bobby or little Cindy, and they need her and she'll have to leave the workplace. She can't get her work done. And look, I'm telling you right now, that is exactly how the study and survey came in. Sounds ridiculous, right? But the problem is that mindset still exists. So in other words, women are being penalized for being mothers. Yes, giving birth. I know it's ridiculous, but my point here at UnityWorks is to call it out. So let's break down actual numbers of the pay scale between men and women. But I'm going to compare apples to apples. I've had this discussion before with men, and sometimes they kind of take the argument into a different lane. What I mean by that is we'll use the names Tom and Tammy. So forgive me if your name is Tom or Tammy. I mean, no disrespect, I'm just using your name as an example. So Tom has been in the workplace for 15 years, grinding it, getting more clients and building revenue for the organization, getting more experience. And then Tammy comes in her first year and women are complaining that Tammy doesn't make as much as Tom. No, that's not what we're talking about. Okay. By the way, if that were reversed and Tammy had 15 years experience, I wouldn't expect Tom to get her salary, all right? Either way, you've earned experience. That's a different story. Apples to apples means Tom and Tammy have the exact same experience. They come in the company with the exact same education, same internship, everything about them, same skill set. And still, Tom will make more than Tammy. How is that possible? In the year 2022, how's that possible? Well, here are the actual numbers. This comes from AmericanProgress.org, and all they did was analyze the most recent Census Bureau data. This is free and open information, so research yourself. But bottom line is, for the white man who earns a dollar, here is the wage gap. One, Asian women earn 90 cents to the dollar. Two. White women earn 79 cents to the dollar. Three, black women earn 62 cents to the dollar. Four, American Indian 
and Alaska Native women earn 57 cents to the dollar, and five Hispanic or Latino women, get this, earn 54 cents to the dollar. Now look, gang, there is no way to look at that but go, what on earth? Isn't that unbelievable? Just think about that. And I hate to say this, but the powers that be have been allowed to pay women less because they can. That's it. There's no other way to describe this. This isn't about skill set and education, motherhood. Those are all excuses. The powers that be have been allowed to pay women less because they can. So how do we overcome this? I got to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed in what I researched because it almost felt like they're putting all the onus on women. Don't get me wrong. What I'm going to share with you right now, Think I think it matters. I think you should do this. It just kind of felt like many of the articles were saying, women, just do this. You know, you're in charge of your own destiny. I'm like, okay, slow down. So here are a few, and I do agree you should do this, but I think you can hear my voice. I'm kind of irritated, all right? Number one, research the salary history. And yes, women, you should do that. That way, at least you know where the ballpark is. Um, Know your own value. Number two, I think that does matter. And that is relevant because many times we won't speak up. I, I know that I've done that myself to where you kind of feel a little bit insecure and you don't want to lose the job. So you want to kind of keep your offer within range. Uh, number three, understand how to negotiate, right? I think that's also part of maybe a skill set. And I think all those matter. We all can get better. Career counseling, career coaching could never hurt. But this is why you hear my voice kind of condescending. It doesn't matter if the powers that be still value you less, right? Like my daughter is 12 years old and she loves to video edit. Now she's just a kid. You know, I'm not saying she'll go into video editing. Who knows? Let's just say she does. And she goes to college for it. She becomes really skilled, does an internship, and she gets hired at a company to be part of their learning and development team or their you know, their webmaster team or video or audio area. And she just gets paid less than the guy who came in with the exact same credentials. That would drive me crazy. So I guess what I'm saying is the only answer is for all men to value women as equals. That's it. Look, none of that research to salary or knowing your value, negotiating, none of that matters if we don't value women as equals. That sounds kind of common sense, right? I think we can prove now it's not common practice. Women are valued less. And by the way, one tip you can do, especially for you know my white men listening who I know you're on board, just start thinking already, you know, what's my mindset? Maybe you're not the CEO. Maybe you're not the director, but maybe one day you will be. So you start crafting your mindset about women years ago. It already started. So what do you think about the women you work with now? Do they have value? I can tell you right now, my current director at work is a woman. She's great. My former director was a woman. She's great. Just as as fearless, innovative, creative, um, helped me grow and coach, held me accountable when needed to be. Every bit as strong as a man, 
And so I have zero problem speaking up for women. I, I am one of those types that believes the world would be better with more women in leadership. I just do. And what I mean by that, I'm not trying to get applause or, you know, bang the drum. I think women lead less through their ego. Now, look, let me clarify. I'm not saying women don't have egos. Of course, y'all do. Y'all got some big old egos, all right? I think men go to it first. It's the first thing we do. We can't wait to prove. You know, it's kind of funny. My son's going through it right now. He came home the other day. He's just 14. And he said that guys are asking, how much can you bench? Right, guys? We've all been through that. I don't know, ladies, if you ever went through that when you were in middle school or high school. Has any other girl asked you, hey, Sarah, how much can you bench? Probably never, right? But guys, it's the first thing we're asked, isn't it? You go into the gym, you do the bench press, and you're already asked, how much can you bench? Now, he's a freshman, and he's kind of, you know... He's, he's doing some great things athletically. So some of the guys didn't even know he was a freshman. So he's being asked, hey, what can you bench? That's an ego man thing. And we lead just like that in the office. And so I think part of the problem is we just need more women in leadership. I think, by the way, politically, we'd be doing a lot better. I think we'd have less wars. And I do think it'd be a different perspective because one of the things that John Maxwell said is that diversity fills in the knowledge perspective gaps. Think about that. Just change that word out from diversity to women. Women fill in the knowledge and perspective gaps. So some men out there, although I understand you're trying to be more productive, more efficient, make more money in the company, you know one of the biggest things you're doing wrong? You're not hiring enough women. Clearly, there's a knowledge and perspective gap that you're missing. And women can fill that role more than you possibly can imagine. So I'm going to leave you with a quote from Coretta Scott King that I think is perfect. She says this. She's speaking to women now. Women, if the soul of the nation is to be saved, I believe you must become its soul. Oh, isn't that awesome? I'll say it again. From Coretta Scott King, speaking to women. Women, if the soul of the nation is to be saved, I believe you must become its soul. So if you're part of the class I call the powers that be, you hire, the culture is really on you in the organization. And the reason you have not been paying women more, we now know, is not skill set. We now know is not education. And we also know it's not motherhood. The reason women aren't being paid equal is because of you. So yes, you're late to the party, but it's never too late to do the right thing. Equal pay for women today. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you next week.